This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Now, you put water into a cup, it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now, water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. So when that new Drake album coming when out? When is that new Drake album coming out, bro? I've been asking myself that ever since January 1st, 2021. I'm Drake. Sorry, I'm sorry to hear that. Where are you at, bro? We need it. We need the summer bops. It's crazy because I Dami, think that's what he's waiting for. Dami Dead has the whole Drake album. Oh, just put Dami on black. <laughs> Yeah, he know what's up. <laughs> he know what time it yeah, is. Yeah, we don't got a big audience anyway. Exactly. Not like hey. Dom, if you listen to this, my fault, bro. Yeah, but we won't at him, even though his name is in all his handles. Dommy at at Dommy JPEG. No, I'm just, <laughs> just blow him up, bro. He has the whole album, and he tried to share it with me, and it just doesn't work. And I'm really upset. Are you sure it's real though? Yeah. Like the leak, the album. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, but it seems real. Word. I, I mean, I heard one song off of it. I don't know how. It, and it, that one song was really good. That one seemed like a summer, um, like, radio song. So so do you think Drake has now be, become just, like, a hit artist? For sure. Um, I, he, like, we don't, do we listen to Drake for substance anymore? No. Or we just listen to for, <laughs> for, for darties and... Exactly. I, I, I say this as a, as a hardcore Drake fan. I, I feel like he did hit his peak. When did he hit his peak? That's a great question. I think that's objective. Yeah, and I think um, now it's just like a different level of talent, right? Like, right. He's already, the thing is, he's already accomplished what he needed to accomplish. Right, we know he can rap. We know he could sing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's really nothing else but his talent of making hits at this point like that's the only thing that we really need to focus on and Oliver 40 I I was um watching like uh these breakdowns of the more life tracks and where the samples came from you know on one of the tracks he sampled Sonic the Hedgehog theme song no yes I didn't know like the (laughs) one of the OG uh theme songs it was like an og og one it oh, wasn't wow. like no. one of the, I mean, the recent ones i mean i kind of li- i kind of wish i listened to drake that much where right. i could like listen to that because i probably would recognize it if i heard it i don't know the way he does it it, it was very subtle there's um you know i don't even know how to explain it but there have been a lot of like samples from 40 and 40 only works with drake somehow yeah um yeah some people got those like exclusive producers that yeah. don't work for them like um like he, like phineas um billy eilish's brother he, oh right, right he made the, like the same claim too he only works with billy eilish mm-hmm. okay i and it makes sense i, I mean they're brother and sister like right. I they have listened to a them. collective what like eight nine grammys with her yeah i think they're doing okay she's, <laughs> she's sure. about to put out an album too i feel like a lot of i feel like a lot of artists like this is 2021 is gonna be like a big year for music releases like we already got khaled's album i mean say what you want about khaled but that that album was good yeah, yeah i mean like i really like the again last song. you know it's like a lot of just hits you know like a lot of hit makers um justin bieber put out his album mm-hmm. mr mr locks <laughs> now controversial hair of the year award goes to him um yeah i mean there's just a lot of music gearing up to release same thing with movies it's a big year for for entertainment 
in media. There is, it is, it certainly is. Like Marvel release, I don't know, I don't know if when we last did this, I don't know if Marvel had released that. Like, I think we did talk about. It. I feel like we did. Yeah. I, the thing is, we talk so naturally. It either could have yeah, been like a conversation. It might have just been like in or, the beginning. Or, but yeah, Marvel, you know, gearing up for their Phase Four. Mm -hmm. Just a lot of big things coming in the works for 2021 yeah, because things, everything was supposed to come out yeah. either like 2020 or now and now everything from 2020 is kind of flooding into 2021 yeah so it's just like we're getting so much content right, right. and we have to shell out money for all of it <laughs> and none of it's unemployment anymore um a lot of people are starting to uh feel more comfortable going out and i i think soon like in june or so they're about to release a statement saying all stadiums are going to be like 100 percent. oh capacity. i mean you know last time we talked you know rolling loud had released their lineup but now yeah. ever since then um governor's ball right here in new york or mm -hmm. close by um announced their lineup firefly which is the festival that i usually go to mm -hmm. um which is like a camping kind of like east coast version of coachella mm. um they just released their lineup i'm sure coachella is going to release theirs like yeah. people are announcing tours um just everything is just coming all at once and it's right. like whoa okay like we're really going back to, yeah. to normal and even like now the cdc for for people that don't or have the vaccine they don't have to wear masks in small gatherings outside right which is you know a big thing for me because i work at a summer camp so like is it naturally just going to evolve into okay like camps don't have to wear masks anymore yeah I, eventually it will i feel like i hope so man like yeah. i loved last year don't get me wrong like i loved my first year as director but like the kids just are you, you looking know, they, forward they to this year? Their, yeah, oh, I, we actually like I'm looking at applications right now. Oh, OK. So, not, not a lot of returns. Um, no, we got a lot of returns. Oh, OK, that's good. Luckily for for my job, we have a lot of people that like are very loyal and like the people that don't come back usually like have just left the nest. Like uh, it's not like they oh, didn't okay. like it or right. or anything like that. It's just that they found like a better job, which, of course, good for them. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm never going to be sad for someone moving up. Right. That's good. But it's exciting to, to see everything like kind of just returning back to normal. I mean, like I was talking with um, like my young kids that for after school, I was just like, yeah, like, like I went to the movies last week. Right. saw Scott Pilgrim <laughs> versus the world in Dolby. It was freaking sick. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, I just watched it for the first time um, a couple months ago. Yeah. Me and Osh went to the movies. We had a great time. You know, it was just like back to normal mm -hmm. like you know we were eating food constantly so we didn't really have our masks on so we didn't get like that kind of experience where we had to wear our masks in the movie theaters right just because we were just chowing down so much but yeah it's good to see like things start going back to normal it this year's been like felt so long mm. because of it and 2020 still feels like a gap year yeah like, it's almost removed from my memory <laughs> like you know like sometimes i find myself telling people that i'm 23 when i'm 24 you're 20 <laughs> it's just that like my my birthday was so like meh like right. usually i throw something for my birthday but yeah then i couldn't do anything yeah hopefully this year that'll change yeah yeah especially with like our big backyard i got ping pong table i know it's oh yeah lit. <laughs> we're gonna play some real beer pong facts I got this um uh, fear pong thing from I don't know if you watch Cut the I, YouTube channel. I saw fear pong from a long time ago before yeah, that. I got it. Oh nice! Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, it's gonna be fun. I got it mainly for the trip. Oh nice! So uh, I'm gonna use it there. See how that That's goes. What's up? Yeah, you guys still going? 
Yeah, we're going in June. Yeah, it's, it's going to be really nice. That's I think. Good. I hope. <laughs> I'm sure it will yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it will be, of course. Um, but, all right. So, weekly roundhouse numero four. A lot, lot going on. Yeah, man. I mean, let's just let's just start with Dogecoin because I feel like whatever we say on this podcast is not financial advice. Yes, I, please yes, be advised. Yes, let's let's <laughs> put that out there right now. I personally do not have any money in Dogecoin, so I also do not have any money. in So Dogecoin. I am just speaking from what I see, right, and not what I've experienced. Yeah, but it <clears throat> it seems like it's a pump and dump. Yeah, that specific. You know, well, all right. Maybe I can't say it's a pump and dump anymore because I think now it people has, are holding. I think people are are like, convinced, or sorry, it's proven. Dogecoin has proven itself to not be a dump and a pump and dump scheme. However, there's still a big like what if factor because the amount of of shareholders that hold a big portion of uh, Dogecoin is very alarming, in my opinion. Um, now. You know, if you brought me back in time and was like, hey, this coin is, you know, it's under 10 cents right now and could potentially hit a dollar um, and you told me to buy it. I feel like I would have. Yeah, I definitely would have, to be honest. All right. And it's knowing, just like the- knowing the risk. Absolutely. Because it dead hit. 70 something cents the other day it's gonna hit a dollar yep. and then elon musk was on saturday night live and that's it tanked and here's the thing i think i generally don't know this is just my speculation and, and this is not any type of educated guess this is just like me and my speculation own, right my speculation but because all right so here's the thing so one one person right now owns 28 percent of dogecoin of like the total of the total uh, uh share share exactly that's a big freaking amount yeah especially if you know like the market cap and the volume of dogecoin uh it just hit like 40 something billion which is the fourth largest um uh um market cap like in the cryptocurrency world next to bitcoin is first ethereum is next and then binance and then dogecoin that makes no like sense. doge is just literally that a meme. literally makes no <laughs> like, sense that's just it was, literally right, it was originally built off of a meme um and i like and people are eating off of it the you know great things happen by accident because i think bitcoin not to say it was made it was supposed to be a meme coin but it, it you know i don't think it was supposed to be as serious as it is now yeah i mean like there was you so, know like i said before that movie dope you know that was like the first time i heard of like a cryptocurrency and like mm-hmm. not being able and i thought it was just like only for you know criminals to use for their nefarious deeds like right. on the black market and, and here we are in 2021 um, we're able to see what bitcoin is doing on like cash app and right. stuff like that so it just goes to show you know how serious this craze has become exactly so here's here's what i think happened right so one person we know one person owns 28 percent of all of, of dogecoin and there are about a hundred people who control the entire 46 billion dollar dogecoin market 100 people that is a very small amount so i think like when you know there's a whole bunch of hype around you know elon going to snl it definitely pumped right because like everyone's like oh this is the moment the doge father the doge father right and then he got on snl either he said something one of these holders. Oh, he called like, it a scam. Or I mean, because it is. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> and, like I'm just telling you, that's what he said. Like he literally was on SNL. It's like, yeah, said, Doge is a scam. He said, um, did he say? He also said it was like it was a, a hustle too. Yeah, 
Right. Like, I, because that's the thing, right? It's like, it's like a get rich quick scheme. Like we've seen it on and, sure. and Eddie, like, and it works. Yeah, and it works. But it's very, very. But also risky. get poor scheme as well. It's <laughs> very risky because again, like, there's two sides. A couple. To a that couple, I, right? A couple of those hundred people could pull out, and as you saw, the the Meow. coin could tank. Right. And, and if, you know, and if they all in unison was like, yeah. Right. And and to and to some people, you know, like I bet you, if I told my mom that like, oh, Dogecoin went from seventy five cents to forty six cents, she'd be like, okay, like, right. <laughs> so people lost twenty nine cents. It's like no. But the fact <laughs> that your mom would know what Dogecoin is is insane. Oh yeah, she watches <laughs> SNL. She's, oh, she does. She's oh. up with the times. Yeah. <laughs> No, but like everybody and their mom is like knows and and has heard of Dogecoin, which like could be a good or a bad thing. I like I don't really see it either way. Right, and it's like you know like the GameStop thing. Like when my mom was like, right, like, what too. is GameStop doing? I'm like, yeah. The uh, thing is, GameStop is different because GameStop's an actual co- company. Like, company, it's right. an actual like we can thing. See it, their it, it exists. Performance, you know, their right? sales and things. Dogecoin like that. is is you know they want it to be a currency, which. And the crazy thing is there are companies out there that are backing it, which, you know, which is why I'm like on the fence of is it real or is it fake? It, I I do think it's real. However, I still think it's risky. But this I just men- don't know how it's like this mentality it's has also not tangible, lost us. You know, it's just not like a tangible thing. I think that's what um, scares people for sure. I, I think. But the thing is, again, these companies are backing it up and making it, you know, something. It, it's a currency, essentially, right. which they want to make it tangible. Um do these companies hold a large amount of Dogecoin? Uh, probably, especially if they want to like use yeah, it who as knows? a currency. And, and that's the thing, right? It's like who knows if they are or not. Right. The and, only thing, like, luckily, it's a public. Like the the transactions are public, just like Bitcoin. So you can kind of see who's pulling it, like what kind of money is going in, the amount of money going in and going out, which you just obviously can't see. You know, uh, who exactly it is, but we just know that one person owns twenty eight percent of of. Uh, Dogecoin and yeah. five five people own about forty percent of the supply as well. Yeah, and it's which, like these hidden billionaires coming out of the woodwork to yep. you know profit off this. I yep. mean, you know, billionaires and, will right. They it, have the money to make more billions, right? Right. It's like you know, I'm pretty sure it was Drake that said your first million is gonna be like the hardest. Yeah. And pro- then every million is easier <laughs> after that. It's, it's true. Yeah. You know, and, and it's stuff like this that really like goes to show that it proves it. Mm-hmm. it there's proof in, in what he said. Cause I'm, obviously Drake has experienced it. You know, like once you make your million, you know, you're able to buy, you know, all this stuff mm-hmm. that would potentially make you more money. The bad thing about Dogecoin right now is the fact that there are now like hundreds of other meme coins trying to become dogecoin and it's bringing in these new investors that essentially want to be you're trying to do a get quick rich type of thing and it's just dude, it's gonna even, end bad dude even in my kickboxing class yeah. yesterday yeah we have a guy there who who like invests in it and he was talking about it with some other guys and i was just like I can't escape it. <laughs> like it's everywhere I go. Like I, I'm, I'm here at freaking jujitsu with kickboxing, right? And we're still talking about Dogecoin, right? Yeah, no. it's just a, it's just a wild thing that's that's happened, and I feel like it's, it's just due to the pandemic. You know, right. people are, are are scouring, looking for ways to make money, mm-hmm. and they just see, you know, these cryptocurrencies as a way to put in some money, get some money out, right? And I don't blame them. I mean. <laughs> You know, it's what resellers do. It's what 
you know anybody does when they just put money into something and then sell yeah. it for more money it's, yeah the crazy like uh cryptocurrency you can 100 percent make money off of right uh you just have to do the the research and make sure that whatever you're investing in you believe in because they're they're cryptocurrencies um or these tokens i i would i should say is uh there are actual companies like uh bitcoin not bitcoin bitcoin is a is a um is a currency or um but ethereum ethereum more so is like a a thing that a lot of people are are building if you will. i probably explained yeah. that really wrong what's like, like a, but, they, what's like what do you know what bitcoin mining is like that's how they get it but like what does yeah. that mean do you know um <laughs> i don't if you don't, don't i don't answer. know technically <laughs> i i know what it is but i would not be able to explain okay, well it. expect the future episode on bitcoin because yeah, we already did stocks and it seems like you it, know stocks have kind of taken a back seat right where like it's still obviously a prominent thing like you know vin coming up here and talking about it mm -hmm. is very well versed in talking about it mm -hmm. but you know with dogecoin and like the craze it's just like the thing that's happening right now right and i feel like because of that it won't stop yeah so it won't um so be careful what you put your money into i will not lie i put right today i put money into like a couple not a couple one coin that <laughs> that i will probably regret but it's money that i'm okay losing like right. if you're gonna think about put, it right right just put in something that you're uh willing to lose don't put in like your life savings into something unless you're ben <laughs> unless you're oh yeah he did <laughs> he did which is but it paid insane. off though yeah for so sure. good for him <laughs> um all right and i'm talking about meme coins um let's make a meme coin can we yeah, literally yes, <laughs> which is the wow. bad part. Yeah, we can make a chopping, chop, chop a, coin, a chop coin. Yeah, let's call, let's call it chop. Just chop. Just chop. All right, let's do it. All right. After this, we'll we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So another exciting thing. Well, I guess I guess exciting is like a loose term. Um. Depends on if you're a fan of boxing or not. Was Floyd Mayweather did his uh, press conference with Logan Paul yep. for their upcoming fight in June, <laughs> which still like. Is it still happening? Blows. Yep, it's still happening. After he like, like punched him. Well, so that's the thing. He didn't punch Logan. He punched Jake, because Jake, being the freaking oh, oh, that was Jake. Oh, showman I, that he is, oh. confronted Floyd and then, fucking like did like the most <laughs> middle school shit ever, and like took his hat. He was like, yeah. oh, I got your hat, bro. Floyd, I've never seen Floyd so angry yeah. in my life. Like he's oh, like he's usually like the. It like back in back in his heyday, you know, he used to get like angry when people like assaulted his legacy or said right. he couldn't fight. But like this was just like pure like rage. Yeah, because what Logan or Jake, what Jake. Jake did was very stupid. Yeah, very childish. Yeah. Jake caught Jake caught one to the face by yeah, Floyd. Word, he, word. he felt he felt a bare knuckle punch by <laughs> Floyd. He can punch, man. Don't you don't let that. his yeah. Don't let his defense fool you. Floyd has some offense. Any boxer. The thing is, like, even the the most amateurish box, boxer, like the least skilled boxer, is still a really good boxer to the to the average person. Like I I like I like you know, say time and time again, I go to kickboxing and I get humbled every time I spar with one of these guys because right. it just goes to show that like. You get you get tired like even a little bit and you drop your like guard for like one second, oh, wow, yeah. you're done. Again. Against an experienced <laughs> boxer. Excuse me. And it and it really goes to show that 
you know, it's a different kind of cardio mm -hmm. than MMA and wrestling because obviously, like, obviously Conor McGregor has held his own mm -hmm. in his own fights, but against Mayweather, he looked like a he looked like a sucker right. because he was gassed out by like round four. Yeah. And as someone who has been doing kickboxing for one month, I get gassed out in round two because yeah. <laughs> you're just moving all the time, putting up defense, watching what your opponent is doing. It's, it's so much work. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Floyd being the obviously the top dog here to, to Logan Paul, like no one, even, no one even cares about Logan Paul. Like Everyone wants Floyd just to fight Jake now. Like mm -hmm. that's the fight people want to see. <laughs> So it's going to be interesting to see how Logan Paul kind of handles that because, once again, his brother's like overshadowing him, mm -hmm. even at his own event. Right. But it's just, it's just ridiculous. You know, yeah, unfortunately, like, I don't know too much about the situation, but uh, I've, I've seen that video. It, it was a very childish and immature thing to do, but that's entertainment nowadays, I guess. Yeah. Like, and, we, and you know what? Like, it's crazy because, you know, it happened and then Canelo, which is like, you know, one of the best boxers in the world um, right now, probably the best right now, mm -hmm. um, had a fight on Saturday. And it oh, yeah. does not get nearly as much attention as that. Like, yes, right. of course, like the boxing <laughs> pundits and everything, you know, all the sports networks are going to cover the fight. Mm -hmm. But, you know, does it get like the social media blast that like Jake Paul taking Floyd Mayweather's hat does? Nah. Absolutely <laughs> not. So, I mean... I think it's good bringing attention to the sport. Mm -hmm. I just think it should be left to the amateurs. Right. Like, I don't think a professional like Floyd should get involved with them mm. because I no, I definitely agree because there's only one outcome. Right. And it's like, OK, OK, like we're, we're going to go in like, you know, no one even hates Logan that much anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, he already got beat once. It's not like he won his last fight he's coming off a win like he's mm -hmm. coming off a loss mm -hmm. like he's gonna lose yeah. <laughs> like it's floyd mayweather dog like, yeah like, it, it doesn't make sense like did you see that grin against conor mcgregor he's not losing this fight bro facts you know? nah the fact that the fact that that it's even a conversation is kind of outlandish anyway uh I, I mean, i'm not sure really why this has become like the new norm now and i i can't I just don't understand why Floyd would agree with this unless they're offering him a big bag. Yeah, but I mean, he's already like he's already proven everything. Maybe maybe he's just doing it either for fun or for fans, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Would you All right, if you were if you were like an undefeated bo <laughs> undefeated you boxer. You know what I'm going to say. <laughs> just right. by how I'm smiling. Yes, I would. I feel like exactly, right? So. If it was an easy fight like that. <laughs> yeah. You, oh, yeah, yeah you'd take that. I mean, that was like the same thing with Ben Askren versus Jake Paul, right? Like Ben yeah. Askren obviously did not train nearly as much as he could have. Right. Right? Like he you've seen him in the in the octagon before. Mm -hmm. He's held his own. Like yeah, he got knocked out by like a, a flying knee, which is which any, you know, anyone could have gotten knocked yeah, out. Yeah, right. That. Anyone kind of got knocked out by that. But he was just standing in the way of Jorge Masvidal, who was trying to prove himself. And he did. Mm -hmm. You know, and he came, got his check for one minute, two minutes of boxing, and then whoop, slipped, slipped back to his, to his wife. And there you go. Mm -hmm. That's the easy check. <laughs> With Floyd's case, um, I would still do it just because if you really like fighting, mm -hmm. And there's an opportunity that presents not only a bag, but like an easy opponent where you really like you can really train. Right. Right. And go into the fight as comfortable as as you want to. Right. I would do it. Yeah. Because, you know, like even now, like kickboxing, like I go in 
and I spar with like other people, I love doing it. Like mm -hmm. it's something I really love to do. So obviously, you know, Floyd loves boxing. So right. he's going to go in and just be like, yep, this is just light work. Yeah. You know, dancing with the guy, punch him. It's very satisfying to punch somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why like, you know, angry people go into boxing and, and MMA because they hit something. They're like, yeah, this feels great. <laughs> yeah. And hitting, you know, someone with the, the, amount of infamousness as mm -hmm. the Pauls, you know, going against them and kind of fighting them, knowing what they have done to kind of bring down like their platform and, right. and things like that. I'm going to watch it and I'm going to root for Floyd, yeah. which is the opposite of what I did literally three years ago when I was rooting for Connor. I didn't bet any money on it, but you know, I would, I would like to see That's someone the from thing the now. MMA. That's the thing. Dude. I think bets are going to ruin it because we all, we all should have known the outcome of the last battle with Ben and uh Would you believe me if I told you that Jake Paul was the favorite for that fight? According to like all the the like Vegas. I don't know why I say it like that. Vegas? Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. Um <laughs> no, if you told me if I if I didn't know anything and you told me I, I would Yeah, he was the you. favorite. I, I would So if you bet you. on Jake Paul, you would have won less money. You would have won money, but it would have been less. Yeah. So that's crazy. Right? That should not be a thing. But the only thing is, is that Jake Paul has won. You mm -hmm. know, it's not like Logan Paul who has lost. Like he's drawed and then lost. Mm -hmm. Jake Paul's professional fight career. He knocked out Nate Robinson. <laughs> like that's that, that's not something that should be <laughs> like 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 celebrated. And when I say knocked him out, I mean almost killed him. Yeah. Like it was like I you know I hate bringing this scene up, but it was almost like Rocky Four, the way he just fell. <laughs> like he kept falling, got knocked down, and then boom. Yeah. Like he really just ran into that punch. And I'll tell you what, I spar with people, you know, with with like. You know, obviously they're not like super professional, but they know what they're doing. And I've gotten hit by somebody going, I would say like 30, 35%. Shout out to Victoria at, you know, Black Hole Jiu Jitsu. She's a striker through and through. Like she's got kicks and she got punches. She hit me with like a left cross at 35%. I was like, bro, if that was like 50, I would be on the floor. Yeah. Cause bah, like you feel it. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and then when you're tired, mm -hmm. like Nate Robinson, <laughs> <laughs> like my man was really gasping for air when you're more tired like that and you get smacked yeah it's even worse right because I'm... now you're just like tired and then boom like you're just on the floor right so you know catch me watching all my my black hole jujitsu buddies at at their tournaments mm -hmm. i don't think i can ever <laughs> participate in a tournament unless you know I, I got like real nasty and like comfortable with it yeah but right now it's just not something that i see because mm, <laughs> nah, like I wouldn't our, our trainer aj he's like yeah man like if you ever guys want to like get like hooked up in like amateur kickboxing like obviously like i'm not going to send you in if you're not ready but mm -hmm. you know i got like connects like that so just let me know i was like yeah bro no worries i'm like ah, not for me though <laughs> <laughs> not yet anyway yeah i do like it a lot I've, I've been getting more comfortable with kicking that's good so it's a lot of fun. About to be like Deku out here. Oh, Using your legs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's just uh, a, a nice continuation of the saga. Because, like, we've been kind of covering this ever since we started Weekly Roundhouse. Like, the whole, yeah. <laughs> you know, bringing celebrity boxing into the fray. Like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we talked about Nate Robinson, that fight, mm -hmm. you know, when we first started doing this. So, it's just, 
interesting to see the progression <laughs> of of these uh boxing events and even triller like the the yeah, right, the app yeah the freaking app that put on the last fight they try to like sue people for you know putting out like illegal links mm -hmm. the the judge looked at it, it was like no like dropped like pretty much everybody except a couple of the people that actually like took the link and like shared it with everybody oh okay because that's what like the illegal thing is right it's not illegal to watch a stream as long as you're not the one getting the stream so like, you can like you can like go on like someone's twitch page mm -hmm. and look at it right but technically you can't get in trouble according to the law gotcha like there might be some state stuff yeah but when it comes to like federal law that's mm. not illegal the only thing illegal is for the person that's sharing it yeah so like because one of my favorite podcasts they were on air saying like oh yeah i bootlegged the fight to watch it <laughs> and trailer tried to go after them mm -hmm. and the judge was like no nah, there's no there's no liable grounds right plus also in like the judge's statement it was like oh yeah the fight was only like two minutes so the out the outcome was made like readily available right after so yeah who knows if they actually did it mm -hmm. and it just goes to show how complicated the law is it's definitely not cut and dry trailer's lawyer should have known that but i guess they'd be taking shots yeah i mean like if you got if you got the litigation team and you got the money for it i mean you could really just go after everybody which is why it's really scary when companies decide to try to do that mm -hmm. because they can they right. can afford it and that's why it's really tough for people to go after big companies when it comes to like suing them speaking of that actually just to like you bring a story? It, just to know but just to bring it back to the dogecoin thing mm. because it's it's essentially a pump and dump it will again i i believe it's going to hit a dollar you know what what it does after a dollar i genuinely don't know um but because of that i think you know this is where like the government comes in and tries to just cut ties or just cut it all off and you know tries to to um, make some type of money out of this somehow because they see that these coins are actually making regular people a lot of money and they're not gonna like it which is essentially what happened with the gamestop situation um and especially Regu regulations these, are to be put in place right. it, they've trust me they're already trying to shut down bitcoin and bitcoin the, the thing is bitcoin is illegal and or sorry uh certain countries have tried to make bitcoin illegal and then they see that i don't know how but you know they see that it's making money and then they they essentially unlegalize it. i don't know the term for that especially but it's some it's one of those things where it, it just can't be you literally cannot because it's um I, I, man i forget the term but like it, it's the people's money like it's something that I, I don't i don't know i don't get i don't remember the <laughs> term but you can't uh make bitcoin illegal um but but the government i know is somehow gonna find a way to like put a stop to to some of this or reduce trading or reduce something like that. It, right there you go reduce trading tax it crazy because yep. taxes already is like what 20 30 percent i think yeah joe biden's already up in taxes so, for the wealthy so yeah you know when they when they get that first tax bill who knows what they're going to do with their stocks and their bitcoins and their cryptocurrencies right you know they might say hey like we might have to find another revenue stream exactly because that's all that you know like for some people that's like that's like what it is right mm -hmm. it's just like a pump and dump make some money here but for some like big people it's just like another revenue stream for them exactly. you know so it's like it's just constantly 
makes money for them whereas mm -hmm. like some people they might just like do it once and then boom that's it right so it's very interesting to see you know the government get involved with something again mm -hmm. that's but you know governments are gonna government unfortunately they are so. <laughs> anyways you can only do so much um speaking of policing things um retail stores have been getting a lot of attention for the way they've been handling trading card games specifically like the sports cards and pokemon cards i don't know if you ever went to a target recently you go shopping for magic cards you and i um you see that there's plenty of magic cards there maybe a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh. you ever see pokemon not anymore now that i think about it because i went the other week heck no yeah, bro there used to be a big section for it gone yeah it's all <laughs> gone it's crazy literally you know and we talked about this before a little bit with like logan paul increasing the the eyes that are on like pokemon and you know talking about these ridiculously high numbers like mm -hmm. oh man this thing is like ten thousand dollars like this card is like insanely pricey oh my god like i just opened a box for four hundred seventy five thousand dollars and you know people saw that and they were like oh my god like we can just make money off of pokemon cards so yeah. people i've been starting to buy well not starting to continuing to buy pokemon cards at an increasingly alarming rate <laughs> to the point where you go to a target right now odds are they're not pokemon cards being sold there mm -hmm. and that's either a because they're sold out or b you're like um this target that you know only sells it friday mornings i think our i think our target does that too mm. where on friday 8 a.m when the store opens that's the only time you could buy pokemon cards or like sports trading cards mm. and it's because of you know these people doing like box breaks and showing like oh my god this card's worth like five thousand dollars and you know people hear these insane numbers so they go try it themselves i remember i went to target in torrington mm. one time this was like four months ago this is when i went for an oil change so yeah three months ago and i went there and you know i'm not i'm i'm not gonna be you know i'm gonna be totally transparent and i do the same thing not to the scale of certain people but like if i see like a, a couple like you know loose pokemon items you know i'll, I'll grab them and i'll hold on to them because mm -hmm. they usually increase in value as time goes on so i grabbed a couple and there was these two guys that came in and they nabbed every single sports card they could find and like one of the employees like called them out they didn't care bro they were like yo fuck you like i'm buying all these cards like who's gonna stop me they went to the self-checkout and like freaking security got called and everything so that was like my first experience like oh, seeing wow. like <laughs> the craze really like get to people yeah. because you know like with cryptocurrency like with stocks you know some people see this as like a great revenue stream you know, they're not happy with their job yeah. so they go look for for something else and then but now there's a story that came out recently that a target um actually had a like a, a conflict outside the parking lot where this guy you know bought his pokemon product it was like 8 a.m in the morning because they were another target that did that policy and four guys just jumped him mm -hmm. for his pokemon cards right <laughs> and he was and obviously in self-defense you know you're gonna do whatever it takes to get them off you he actually pulled the gun out of him. right so this was like a really big thing that is catching like you know the you know the news rounds and and it's attracting a lot of negative attention to you know scalpers and, and things like that so it just blows my mind how crazy this you know 
Pokemon craze has gotten because I feel like you know, a few months ago, I was talking positively about it. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, it's great that people are, like, buying Pokemon cards again. Right. But again, you know, people are just taking advantage and, you know, these and these and even these kids now are, are coming in with their Pokemon cards and they're all fake, bro. Don't tell them that I said that, but they're all fake. Bro. How are they fake? So, you know, I don't really know where you get fake cards because I never really, like, sought them. <laughs> but... They come in with these cards and Are usually you you know like how with our magic cards right you know like the commander legends how they're like foil etched yeah the same they do the same thing with pokemon cards which is why they don't really bend oh, like okay. regular foils right so they do the same thing with like the like the v max gx like the big rare cards yeah and these kids will come in and they feel like that card that you're holding there they'll yeah. feel like smooth like that right. they're not supposed to feel like that they're supposed to have texture mm. so that's how i know that oh. they're fake but these kids will go around praying la 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 look at my pokemon cards and i'm and obviously i'm their teacher i'm not gonna be like yeah those are <laughs> fake bro i'm just like oh yeah those look really cool yeah, right. but it just goes to show that kids have to buy these fake ones because they can't find real ones out mm. in stores you know and mm -hmm. look do i feel a little guilty hoarding some pokemon cards at my in, in my room you know to, to increase in value yes but i eventually want to be like a card shop owner so eventually right. i will be doing it legitly mm -hmm. right i'm just doing it right now as you know additional way to make money i'm not going to go and attack somebody or get mad at somebody because they you know saw the product first and decided to buy it i'm not going to go on that level you know if i get there and i'm lucky then i'm lucky right so yeah that's that's pretty bad it's just like um the whole uh playstation 5 situation kind of uh but to say that, like the thing is the playstation 5 it's it's a natural product you can use you can play it you can uh do a lot of things with it but a cardboard yeah a trading a card trading game, card where, game where people don't even really like not a lot of people know that's insane and, and the thing is too and it's also affecting like the competitive scene Right. Because there are players that, you know, need to buy these cards in order to play in, like, tournaments, yeah. win money, win prize money. Like, this is their living. And they have to shell out extra money to these people that buy up all the boxes first. Mm -hmm. And it just, you know, it, it just sucks for them. Why Do you know why those cards are expensive or something? Simply because of the fact that they're just limited availability. Oh, is that it? Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. So, wait. Oh, so it's one of those things where, like oh so like just like magic so like if a if a, a new set comes out and there's one specific card and let's say one commander product right just like um fierce guardianship fierce guardianship you couldn't find that that pre-con anywhere no and if you did it was like over 100 bucks for yeah, that right. pre-con so it's similar to that like yeah. the card just comes out and because what what pokemon has been doing is they'll put like a chase card in like the set mm. so like a couple of the recent sets had like a char like a Charizard card. Yeah. Charizard is probably, you know, next to Pikachu, one of the most famous Pokemon of all time. Absolutely. Very, you know, sought after. The most expensive card in history is like a Charizard from the first set yeah. that ever came out. So they put a black shiny Charizard. And this is while I was working in mm. uh tabletop. And the people that I saw come in to buy Pokemon cards. Yeah were not our typical customers. They were like decked out in like Supreme, you know, <laughs> streetwear, oh, the whole shebang. Like yeah. I was at ComplexCon 
pretty much. Wow, one of those. Yeah, and you know, I would see them, and obviously, I would know how to. Like, you, you should see like the, the managers try to interact with those kids. Oh, I'm sure that. You know, they're <laughs> they're, they're a whole different breed than than what they're used to. But which you know, one, which one is it? Um, it's this one right here. I, I know this, the audience can't see it, but it's like a, oh, a black looks, Charizard. It's like a like a uh, like a custom kind of yeah. It looks yeah. It looks like a it looks like a custom card, but right. it's a real card that you can find in like booster boxes. Wow, that card right there yeah is like four hundred dollars. Yes, it's it's right here for two ninety nine. Oh, two ninety nine. Yeah, so yeah, it, that's you still know, very expensive. Like when it comes out, obviously there's like a a bigger price, but then as more people open. The, the card right. and, and start selling it then obviously the market goes down and that's just the way it works but the fact that wow. a piece of cardboard this one's 548 yep holy crap and the, and the fact that a piece of cardboard you know can <laughs> can hold that much value yeah. and it's a pokemon card too like we're not talking like no michael jordan rookie card right. or anything like that right like are people still playing pokemon yes I, I yes i i wouldn't say it's on the level of like magic mm -hmm. um it's mostly relegated to like the online card game okay you know because of the pandemic but right. pokemon is just like such a well-known thing for sure that it's just a collector's item at the end of the day that's why they can put in cards mm -hmm. like a shiny charizard mm -hmm. you know does it get played in tournaments hell no right that card <laughs> that card probably stinks in like sanctioned play mm. but the fact that it's like a shiny card just and it's so rare just hikes up the value right. so much so it's it's really crazy how much you know it, it's taken over and you yeah. know all, all these kids getting back into pokemon like i love that part but right. it just sucks seeing them with fake cards yeah <laughs> like that breaks my heart <laughs> well who do you blame me <laughs> <laughs> exactly so i'm about to i'm about to i'm about to just give my cards away <laughs> all the guilt like, like, yeah, i, I, I got I'm, I'm sitting on a pretty decent amount of, of pokemon product that i've just kind of like acclimated throughout the the few months that oh, I, this I whole crazy has been going on you so, got some of them from tabletop um surprisingly no oh okay because we would always run out <laughs> we'd always run out and by the time like I caught on to the Pokemon craze, I already wasn't working there. So, because I was just, I was just so enamored with Magic while I was working. Yeah, there. I, remember. I was just blinded. <laughs> I know you're making so many decks, but oh, that's interesting. These cards and like, I wouldn't have understood if I didn't know what Magic was. Right. Because that's, that's, why, the that's magic... why I can talk about it because you right. know Magic, so you kind of know how the market is. Exactly. It's crazy. That, but the thing is, with these cards, like uh, Magic cards. Like if I bought an expensive car, which I wouldn't, I'd I'd use it to play. Right. Like something like Fierce Guardianship, right? It's, I don't even know if it's still and over that's the hundred bucks, right? That's the difference between Pokemon and Magic. It's yeah. like you know, oh my god, like I always like you know, Pokemon slogan is gotta catch them all, right? That's right. already like a collectible thing. Yeah. So like their big thing is like you know collecting the cards, you know, with neat artwork, not so much like printing good cards. A Magic card is either expensive because it's rare right. or like super old mm -hmm. or it's really really good exactly <laughs> and the thing is is that we have you know a format called commander where you can use a car basically any card in existence right so and since it's like the most played format we'll have cards from like 2010 make a comeback and then they'll soar up to like 30 bucks because it's right. like was the last time someone opened a box from 2010 you know yep yep so it, it's very different, 
but also like the same concept. Like they're yes. both pieces of cardboard. Exactly. With neat At the end of the day, them. and I spent so much money on these pieces of cardboard. It <laughs> makes me so upset. But you know what? You got some good decks though. I do. So when we go back to sanctioned play, when we're able to. You know, go back and play Commander yeah, at, at different places. Cards. Yeah, exactly, right? We have at least stuff to show for it. Right. And play them, not just to freaking gawk over them. Right. However, these the Pokemon cards do look really, really cool. Yeah. I mean, like, I like I have some, you know, like, that I've opened mm -hmm. that are just, like, chilling in binders, and they look awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, the artworks are really nice, um, but I just find Magic just a better game right. in it general. Is, for sure. It's a definitely, like, you know if anyone has looked at a magic card and seen like how much text is on there you know that's i like that right. <laughs> like the more text the better for me um pokemon is very simple you know i played it for a little bit did you see that they're bringing back the old fetch lands yeah one of the the new sets? modern horizons too Ooh. that set is fucking expensive by the way i don't know if you've seen the prices for it i have not the collector's box is 400 oh stop is it still the same amount of cards Oh, brother. It's just that because it's not a standard legal set and yeah. everyone, you know, obviously knows how good the first Modern Horizons was. So yeah. you make a direct sequel. <laughs> it's already going to have the hype built off the first Wait, one. Wait, are you saying it's coming out from Wizards as 495 or their or retailers are selling Oh, retailers. It? So, well, the thing about um, Wizards is that they don't put an MSRP on anything. It, what? Yeah. You didn't know that? Wow, that's cool. So we it's we make the prices? Yeah. Like, Oh, like like the stores, pretty much like like LGS. Well, right, I get it, but mm -hmm. that's pretty dope, actually. Yeah, it's it's very much well. To some, it's dope. To, to some, some, I know yeah. like it's it's kind of frustrating because they just want booster boxes for a hundred dollars again. Yeah, where like some booster, booster boxes would be like one twenty, one twenty five. Like you know, right. we, we we shop around a little bit. Like you know, tabletop will sell it for like one twenty. Raven's will sell it for like one fifteen. So yeah, the market essentially just depends on. You know how bad they want to sell it pretty much yeah. but they know magic cards would sell because it's a very popular game to the people that know magic for sure <laughs> to the people that don't know magic eh, not as much but post Damn, malone 400. post malone got caught um at one of our favorite youtube channels for for magic mm -hmm. at their studio so i mean if you guys see play, post malone playing magic in like a month <laughs> you know why right. <laughs> you heard it here first you heard it here first folks <laughs> So I thought that was pretty interesting, just seeing like this whole TCG craze just mm -hmm. blow over, and then violence ensues over some Pokemon cards. I know, just to say like Pokemon cards, it's it's so ridiculous. And yeah, childish. like it wasn't even sports cards. Like maybe sports cards I can see, maybe. right? Maybe I remember when I grew up. I remember uh, sports cards being a really big thing, and I remember having a bunch too. I still I I still have some. I think I just don't know if they're really fake. I haven't looked at them. In a yeah. long time but i remember some of them being shiny yeah so hopefully. i have i have a like a yankee like some yankee cards from yeah, back yeah i had some oh i had some really good ones i had some basket like i remember my island iverson one which is really ah. dope um i had some baseball cards too some yankee ones yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe we'll do a show really dope yeah maybe we'll do uh because I, I i know like we talk about it a lot and i know like some of the people that listen to it don't really know but we play Magic the Gathering a lot. Yeah. So it's a lot. <laughs> we might we might do an episode of us like just gawking over it, explaining mm -hmm. what it is and how we fell in love with it. We'll bring Joel back for that one. Right. Because he's the one that got us into it. Oh wow, that, that motherfucker. Mother <laughs> 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 that motherfucker. Literally. Damn it. Freaking pestered pestered me. 
literally yeah, right? for like three months. Buy buy a Commander Precom. The crazy a- thing, it, it, what, and then it he took- was like, you know what? Just give me the money. I'll buy it for you. And I was like, fucking fine. Like, oh, did he actually- yeah, like he bought like a, a Forb thing on Amazon, and it was because it was for me. Like he would keep two of them. And one was for me and one was for John. John obviously did not <laughs> keep playing. He played for a little bit, oh, but yeah. then you came into the scene and it didn't it was it did not take me that long to, no, it <laughs> to didn't. get into it. Cause you guys the thing that sucks is you guys would always play like when it was time for us to record. And I would get annoyed because the games would go so long and I'm I'm here because like I want to record. And then one day Joel was like, You wanna play? I was like I was so close to saying no, but and, I was like, you know jo- what? And Joel let him play with like a very, a very strong deck. great deck. And I and was I, like, I, I know you were power tripping off. That. Hell yeah. I was like, damn, is this what magic's like, about? I feel all this power. <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. I just need to buy. And he bought two precons by uh, accident, yeah. which I think was to the betterment because you got to experience like two different styles of yeah, play. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We got to see just how diverse it was, because mm-hmm. um, anyone that's like played Pokemon, um, you you will click quickly realize that it's very like a like there's like a certain like strategy to it. But the way we play Magic, it's it's all over the place. There's right. so many different ways to play. <laughs> so we'll we'll get into that uh, later. Um, so the last thing I want to talk about, and I, this might be a surprise to you, but Ooh. it caught my attention today. Surprises, actually. Um, Donald Glover came back to Twitter yesterday. Donald and Glover? Yeah. And we're we're recording this on May 11th. So this was uh, Monday, May 10th, where he tweeted this. But he was basically saying, like, how Hollywood is... Bro, in your text, it says Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to talk about the Donald Trump NFTs, but oh, I realized oh. I don't know that much about NFTs to oh, really get oh, into okay. it. And I thought I you confused them. I was yeah, like... no, 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 no. <laughs> no, because, well, briefly touch on that since you mentioned that. There's, like, these, like, um, college kids who decided to make NFTs out of like Donald Trump's old tweets because yeah. obviously he's not on Twitter anymore. So right. they're very hard to get a hold of and that's, they're making bank off of it. That's but interesting. that's for an NFT conversation later. So, yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't really know that much about NFTs and I don't want to, you know, spread misinformation because mm-hmm. it's already like a very weird subject. Yes. And not a lot of people know about it. So if you're interested, go look up that new story somewhere else. But I want to get into this um story because it, it was pretty interesting you know he raised a, a question well donald glover he he raised a, a interesting point about like hollywood and how like it's afraid to take risks mm-hmm. because you know people are, are afraid of being canceled and now you can look at that two different ways right mm-hmm. you can look at it and saying like oh like he i think he means the tv shows getting canceled or the movie like project gets canceled mm-hmm. or you can look at it from like the cancel culture side where it's like oh like i don't want to take risks because you know i don't want to do something risky or, or edgy and i just kind of wanted to like to bring up that point because it is interesting how people w- will complain about like getting the same old like movies and like mm. done ideas like remakes and things like that same thing for like the video game industry as well i know those are almost two different things but oh well are they though i mean the way movies i mean the way video games are being you know displayed to us now i mean they're pretty much like cinematic productions they really are um especially like what the last of us and um yeah like a lot of like the single player games yeah yeah like god of war oh yeah you, you know god of war great... you cut out like the fights mm-hmm. and you just kind of like splice together the cutscenes. you have you're watching a movie they've done that same thing They've with like it. mortal Kombat yeah. story mode like you you take out all like the right like the cutaways to the fights it's but a the, movie the thing is uh forgive me because i'm um cutting into your time but 
um a lot of these companies these studios are remaking old games especially sony i'm just like why we don't <laughs> need these old games we just want new if anything like make a sequence don't just remake the whole game like we we essentially already have it with with like tools like playstation now and xbox live um we can just go back and play them on our new consoles so yeah. we don't need a remastered version of most of these games some like bring back def jam if you're gonna forget <laughs> like come on all right they're bringing get, back can, some i know we can get like a nice def jam hell yeah like remix or reload i don't know something like that yeah know. some better like graphics Midnight club and stuff. oh my gosh bro bring those back yeah they bring back and, some both you know like you know video games are are different in a sense of they don't have to take as much risks as like a right. tv show or movie right but it's pretty much in the same vein because they're both creative media outlets and especially with the ways you know games are getting cinematic now like i know um the last of us 2 i know has some controversy surrounding its story mm -hmm. you know everyone was like oh the gameplay is great right but the story is what bothered some people right and it's because of that that people i feel like you know donald glover kind of has a point where people are afraid of like taking risks because they're just afraid of like public outcry Correct. versus like a certain idea and and that's the thing about cancel culture is that you're gonna have two people on different sides Correct. right you're gonna yeah. have the people that are voicing their opinion mm -hmm. of how bad it is mm -hmm. and the people that just like it are enjoying it so mm -hmm. they're not going to really like post a positive review and you know it's just because people like to focus on the negative a lot mm -hmm. um but i i'd like to think that he's got a point there mm -hmm. i think people should be taking more risk but i also think it should be like a conscious risk like if you know right like like something is morally wrong don't do it but mm -hmm. you know don't be afraid of like including an lgbt you know main character as your as your new like hero right like, what you call it uh, they someone michael b jordan is producing i saw this news article like a black superman uh yeah i saw that but and wasn't that like not the whole comic like wasn't that not related to the comic or something like that no it wasn't right which is why it has controversy there's a controversy about around that because people were like oh he should just make static shock yeah it's like yes right but also not a bad idea yeah. like why not was there a black superman forgive me i don't know oh but i guess there is now <laughs> um but it's just it's just really interesting to see you know people kind of just like raise so much opinions about stuff that you know doesn't really harm people like mm -hmm. i know like some people are gonna say like oh black superman like oh why does he need to be black why you know why do we need to you know put that on something that we know is is predominantly like something already established mm -hmm it's like so what yeah it's like not, why get like i just don't understand how people get you're upset. wasting your energy on something that doesn't it's not gonna hurt you at all just like, don't watch the movie like it's i just don't simple. understand how people can just be so upset at things like that there's like 12 superman movies out right now with a white man yeah <laughs> so like who cares exactly. like, like come on <laughs> yeah um like i'm sure when you know miles morales got introduced because it, it, he hasn't been around for too long I'm sure people were like up in. I'm sure there were some people that were up in arms about there being a Puerto Rican black Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always going to be people that that fight against that, but it's just like, got sometimes you just got to do it. At least there was a comic about this one. 
It right. was actually a real thing. Yeah. And like looking into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. But th- however, with that one, there were people making comments not knowing that there was actually a black Spider-Man and just making essentially making it about race themselves. They're like, oh, why are we making it about race? You're 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 you right now are literally making <laughs> it about race because uh, I seen a lot of comments where like they make comments uh, saying um, something essentially that that has nothing to do with um, why there is a black Spider-Man and just the fact that there is a black Spider-Man, not knowing that literally there are comments yeah, there are. about <laughs> black yeah, Miles Morales is actually like an established right and like right and that's right that's those are the people who are like ruining things for for everybody and why nobody wants to take risks because one no one does research two everyone wants to complain about or some people most people want to complain about something they just there yeah. are people in this world who just find something the internet to gives about. a lot of power to people that just like to complain yeah you know twitter is a is a essentially a blog for for yeah. some people where they just voice their opinions and some people are voices are, are louder than others right you know like even seeing on like we were looking at google reviews for like local restaurants like me and my students today it's just crazy like what <laughs> some people will put for like negative reviews and oh yeah you know like you you look at like a positive review it's like oh great service great food would love to come back here right right that's a five-star review yeah a one-star review will be like six times as long as that yeah and it's like wow. that's your experience like, right <laughs> i've been to this place and i have not experienced that so mm-hmm. like i get you had a bad experience but that, that's what reviews are for though yeah I, exactly and it, but but it's like it just goes to show that the negative just takes like oh like because a positive review can be that long too like oh great sure. like my server was was nicole and yeah, yeah. you know we had a great time the music was great but it you know people never go that far mm-hmm. it only goes that far for like negative reviews Absolutely. so you know i'm not saying that like people shouldn't put their negative voices out there mm-hmm. you know we never want to like silence or, or police I that s- i saw one on twitter which i found hilarious someone left a one-star review for for something i'm pretty sure it was a restaurant this is i'm gonna paraphrase like crazy this isn't how the actual review went but it goes something like this essentially they were like um <laughs> i actually didn't stop by this place i was driving by and i didn't like the fact that they were selling such and such like literally like, didn't even go in yeah <laughs> I just find that so hysterical and so 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 dumb. There are yeah, people it's just like entitlement. that. Like, you're entitlement. You're literally like potentially driving business away from this. I mean, I hope someone reads that and and laughs, laughs and thinks logically. Like, all right, this person's stupid. Yeah, that but was like the, the fact that there are people doing that is just insane. Yeah, you just reminded me of like the Demi Lovato thing that happened. I don't know if you. If you heard that story about her like going to some like local yogurt shop mm-hmm. and they were marketing like their sugar free or something like that and they were like marketing it in a way and she was like oh you're just trying to take advantage of like people with like dietary like needs mm-hmm. and she like tagged with the yogurt shop yeah and the yogurt shop obviously like got some bombardment but it got way more like positive reviews and like people like coming to the store yeah just because like a lot of people don't take demi lovato that seriously right um but it just goes to show that sometimes you get those negative reviews and if it comes from like a source that people don't already like Mm -hmm. 
it I, turn I could it be into good. a positive. Yeah, it could be good, especially if you're putting out a good product, right? right. Like you're putting out a good product with good intentions. Mm -hmm. And someone is trying to just bash you just because they don't like it a certain way. Mm -hmm. All reviews are subjective. Correct. It's why it's very interesting to see like people take movie reviews so seriously. Because mm -hmm. it's like, are you that critic? Are you that person that saw that movie? No. Right. I love The Rundown mm -hmm. with The Rock. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite movies to death. Oceana does not like it as much. <laughs> we have two very different movie tastes. Right. I'm not going to bash her for not liking the movie. Mm. She's not going to bash me for liking the movie. It just. That's something uh, a lot of people have to learn. That's something I, I had to learn as well. Uh, not that I was like, I will say I do get very defensive or I notice I used to get very defensive when people didn't like something I like, but I was never like violent or crazy defensive. I was just more like, oh, what's wrong with you? Like, what do you mean you don't like this? Not realizing that, you know, they can have that opinion they have the right to to not like what i like yeah and, and I, a lot I, of people still have yet to learn that and i realize like my music taste is a lot different than a lot of people right that i know personally mm -hmm. so it was it was kind of like a little heartbreaking knowing that like not a lot of people i know share my music taste but you know i, I learned along the way that it's okay right so right exactly but yeah i mean you don't bash someone for what they like and don't like right and you know seeing scott pilgrim in the movie theaters like that movie is from 2010 and there's clearly some jokes that like today well, somebody not, yeah oh, it yeah. wouldn't fly like they say like the r word mm -hmm. in there and it's like oh my god like just hearing that word i was like oh my god like, yeah right they went there and it's like <laughs> 10 years ago we didn't think that no so i wonder what changed the internet man. well let me stop that is a very <laughs> offensive word i'm not i don't mean it in that sense but no i mean just people like but i think it's a good thing right like i think it's a good thing that people are being like more sensitive to mm -hmm. you know th those kinds of things because me and my mom were talking about it and it was like back in the day like you know uh, a gay person on tv would get laughed off like they, right. they wouldn't have a chance to make it in the yeah, business yeah whereas nowadays you know people are a lot more open to that and For that's sure. good but it's just there are some acts that are more offensive than others mm -hmm. but i feel like because cancel culture is so popular people would just go straight to the the only solution that they know and that's right. just to deplatform somebody right exactly so that's... It, it's it's hard for creators to to take risks and that's why you know people are like i'm personally not complaining about the movies that we're getting but the people that are complaining about it are usually the people that will just cancel somebody right. so it's a double-edged sword that hopefully you know um, doesn't take too much precedence going in because we are going back into this, you know, booming music and, and movie industry. And hopefully, you know, we're able to get some, some real sustenance out of it mm -hmm. <laughs> and you know, just, just see where it goes from there. But it, it's creators like Donald Glover that, you know, have done so much that voice these opinions like this and people are so quick to turn. Right. Like, I'm sure some people read those tweets and like, Oh my God, like I've never you know, watching anything that Donald Glover produces ever again. It's like, okay, but can you just think about it for a second? Right, you're being very rational. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's just interesting to see, you know, Donald Glover put that out there and just mm -hmm. be like, hey, I was off Twitter for like two years. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come back with, with this, <laughs> with this banger of a tweet. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty interesting. Very um, brave of him. Do you have anything else? Yeah, Drake, drop that album. <laughs> That's what I got. <laughs> 
Yeah, Drake. I'm tired of waiting, bro. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. Dude, just imagine. Oh, my Get God, bro. Aubrey Graham. <laughs> Aubrey Graham. What's popping? I'll write a bar for you what, right what now. What is the album called? Sad? Um, Certified Lover Boy. Certified that, Lover Boy. Just listen to that title, bro. Certified Lover Boy. You know it's about to be like, I'm about to cry, bro. <laughs> to cry yeah, yeah. certified yeah. love oh well, you heard it here first if drake drops his album it's all because of us <laughs> he felt the pressure oh yeah we, kept, we keep the pressure on him for sure ovo oliver 40 come on let's get it stop playing summer season's here summer is already here actually i don't feel like summer's here yet. no well I mean, it's coming well technically it's not but weather wise usually it would start to feel a little bit more warm yeah, it's about 60 every day yeah. i mean we're definitely not wearing winter Barely. coats anymore so no nah, it's windy it's like not humid the yeah. pollen count is high allergies are up up the wazoo right right anyways that's all i have all right we're um yeah that's all we got for the weekly roundhouse yeah number four um hopefully i'll get this out tomorrow i'm gonna edit this at work yeah so well it'll be up on wednesday may 12th but until then subscribe follow share um do all the stuff that you usually guys do um and we'll be back next time for number five with some hard-hitting news some takes some breaks opinions opinions and good laughs and good times. Yeah. All right. Chopping it down. Out. Out.